What's up, everybody, and welcome to the TNR Sports Show, the TNR Sports Show. My name is Trinan. That's Ryan. Say what's up, Ryan. Hey, what's up, everybody? And we're here doing a podcast about college football. I always have to connect what my mind's thinking. (laughs) Yes, but we're um, coming at you live after week seven, Ryan. Am I correct about that? Week seven? Week seven, Um, some of us are looking very good. Some of us are looking very bad. Some of us are looking mediocre at best. Mediocre at best. Some of us are being fired at the end of the season. And some know about it right now. Um, so with that being said, make sure you like, subscribe, turn on your notifications, follow TNR Sports on Instagram. Follow Ryan and I on Instagram, you know, all that be in the description. Also, there will be a tr- um, a TNR Sports in- uh, Twitter coming soon. Um, probably already made at this point because I'm going to do it on tonight. We record on Sundays. It'll be, and this will be out tomorrow. So for all that, that's going to be a little bit cleaner than my usual Twitter page. <laughs> so um, that's going to be basically all sports, just updates and posting and stuff of that nature instead of pure vintage emotion that mm-hmm. I usually post yeah. um, yesterday, Ryan. Totally. No, I was watching. I was totally watching. joking about one of the tweets I sent. I'm not deleting. I stand by it. But I threatened to storm the SEC offices in Alabama twice. I think yesterday. <laughs> um, I'm not going to do it. Obviously, that's insane. But I did threaten them. That they do have that in the back of their minds that one day I might just like something in my brain might just click and I just have to go storm the offices. Some random guy who likes Arkansas out of South Carolina. Oh, I got. I can get at least some Arkansas people and some Tennessee people. And we'll storm the field or storm the especially, offices. Especially Tennessee fans right now. I mean, they were they were mad. Yeah, they are. Well, they had a right to be mad. I mean, and they have a right. Well, we'll get there. We'll get there. Okay. Um, first, let's start off the show um, with the breaking news that we have going on. Um, Coach O will be. Oh, my God. Coach O will be gone at LSU at the end of the season. I don't think he makes the bowl game. I had a good argument for that um, with the early recruiting. They need to get the new guy in there as quickly as possible. Get him rolling. Um, Coach O out at LSU. Um, they didn't want a repeat of the Les Miles 2015 situation when they were going to fire him. He goes off and wins a bunch of games. And then they keep him. And then next year he sucks. And then they fire him again. So with that being said, I have one opinion. Um, and one opinion. Well, I have a couple, a lot of opinions. But my one big opinion is um, I think this is a perfect spot for Coach O. He's being fired. So technically he could put on that intern cap that he does really good in and then win a bunch of games. And I think LSU maybe loses to Alabama. I think they beat everybody else. I think they're going to be Arkansas. I think they're going to be Texas A&M. They're probably going to beat Ole Miss because he's got that intern cap on and they're going to fight for him. And that's just how I think it goes. That's my hot take right there. What do you think? Um, I don't think so. Uh, I think LSU already knows who they want. Uh, and I think that's why they're waiting till the end of the season because he's already employed with another team. Um, Do you so, think you know who it is? I think you seem Kiffin. pretty car- Lane Kiffin. Lane Kiffin or Billy Napier? If it was Billy Napier, he would be on a flight to Baton Rouge tomorrow. He don't give a crap about um, which uh, which one is he. He's the one with Louisiana uh, yeah. Lafayette. Yeah. Um, yeah, he don't give a crap about that. I think they're going to want to try and get Lane Kiffin first because I think Lane Kiffin would make the jump. 
from, from Ole Miss, Miss to LSU. LSU? Yeah. No way. It's well, better program. But you know, he's doing pretty darn good at Ole Miss right now. They're the second best team in the West. Right now, that's what I'm saying. To the end of the season, because Matt Corral's gone after this year. Yeah, that's true. Then they got kind what of, do you have? What do you have after that? You got nothing. And he you got go good with Michael Corral, so it seems. So I think I think they're going to try and get Lane Kiffin. They don't get Lane Kiffin. They probably go for Billy Napier. I think they're going to go for either Luke Fickle with Cincinnati, but the argument against that, like I said earlier in the post or on tweet or whatever. Is or I texted my buddies. I said the argument there is if you fire, I mean, if you go with Luke Fickle, he might not want to leave that kind of Midwest area, you know, Ohio, Pennsylvania, you know, that kind of area. I think he's either, I think Luke Fickle makes the jump if USC for some reason decides to actually go with James Franklin. I could see Luke Fickle making the jump to Penn State. But see, I don't see, Luke I don't know. That's not kind of a wild conspiracy I got going on there. I don't see Luke Fickle leaving um, Cincinnati. He's got a new program that is now able to compete for playoff spots. All he has to do is win in the playoff. And they're about to make the jump to the Big 12, which will most likely remain a Power 5 conference. Um, you think so? Yeah, I mean, if the ACC is a Power 5 and the Pac-12 is a Power 5. The Big 12. Oof, I, teams I agree have, a little bit. A power five too. I do agree um, with that. So I, I think he stays. I think Luke Fickle stays. I really don't see him leaving. I think it's good for the Big 12. I don't want to get in too much of a tangent, but I think it's good for them. You know, if they're going to screw – I mean, if Texas and Oklahoma are going to jump ship, I think it's not too terribly bad um, that they go, like, the way – the direction they're heading. Anyway, that's not the point. Um, my other suggestion was Dave Aranda. I liked him at Baylor. He was at LSU, I believe, during the national championship run. They had a very good defense that year. Um, the offense did get a lot of credit, but their defense wasn't terrible. No. They shut Clemson down pretty good. Yeah, so I don't, I don't see Dave Aranda leaving um, Baylor. I mean, he's building something. They're, they're killing but, it right now. But, yeah, but you send the same light, though. You could say LSU's a better program than Baylor, right? That's true. And he's had LSU ties. I mean, if Lane Kiffin will leave Ole Miss, Ole Miss is a better program than Baylor. That's true. So, I don't know. I'm just saying, you know. I don't know if they will go that route because it's not a flashy hire. Lane Kiffin, flashy. And it's important to remember, another fact here is LSU hired the same dude that brought in Jimbo, just A&M, and then somewhere he brought somebody else in. So that being said, there's opportunity there for them to bring in some. This guy doesn't seem like the kind of guy that's going to bring in somebody who's not going to be big boy. You know what I mean? I don't know who that is. But it might be Lane Kiffin. I could kind of see that. The rumors are heating up for Lane Kiffin to jump. I have heard that. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. And then the other thing thing about this you have to look at is recruits. Um, LSU has a very good recruiting class right now. A lot of four- and five-star recruits right now. Um, I think you're going to start seeing teams come in like Alabama, Clemson, maybe Oklahoma. Ohio State try and pick those recruits off. So that's also a thing to keep watching now that they're releasing coaching. And while we're here, I might as well just add this together, just one big recap thing. Florida versus LSU yesterday, you know, we saw, I mean, last week when we were discussing it, might as well just get it, rip the Band-Aid off since we're on the LSU train. Um, 
last week when we were discussing it, it seemed that LSU had fallen apart. They had crumpled. They just come off a blowout loss to Kentucky, and all their their cornerbacks had quit, and their wide receiver is injured, and you know, it just looked bad for Kentucky. You know, I mean for LSU, and they go out yesterday and win the football game. I mean, they run the ball for, I think, Coach Oden, I watched his presser when he was talking about it. He said that it ran for like 250 yards just then, been able to run the ball six games. And the seventh game rolls around, they're able to pound it down Florida's throat. The only team all year. Broke a, um, broke a um, single season or single game rushing record with that one running back. I forget his name, but. I mean, it's insane. That's huge. I mean, I mean, for a team that can run. Now, what does that say about Florida? Ooh, that's a. I don't even know if I um. If you want to talk about falling game. apart, Florida. Hey, what? If you want to talk about a team falling apart, it's Florida. Florida, yeah. Dan Mullen was talking today. I watched his press conference as well, and he was talking. He said, "We need this bye week bad." Um, he said it's not good. And then the the reporters, the reporters. Well, going after, and there was one dude that was, I don't know if you listened, but there was one dude bashing the crap out of him. Um, he was talking about how he should start that one guy. Um, what's his name? Anthony Richardson, I believe. He's starting Anthony Richardson, yep. And he is very good. Um, he is a good player. That is no doubt about that. But, like, they were talking about how he's so talented and yada, 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 yada. So, I mean, you know. I don't know. I don't think Emory Jones is the answer. Dan Mullen. And Dan Mullen reminds me a lot of Dabo, right? They both think they're right, but they they need to – Lincoln Riley probably thought he was right with Spencer Rattler too. And it turns out he was dead wrong with that, or they just, you know, I don't want him to wait it out. But Lincoln Riley at least had the stones to make the move to another quarterback. Dan Mullen, you know, the difference is Dabo, Clemson don't have nobody but DJ, and I think DJ's okay. But anyway, I think he's better than Emory Jones. Um, anyway, regardless of that, you've got you've got the talent out there. Now, I don't know if I throw him – I don't know what Florida's next game is, but they got the bye this week and the game after that might be Georgia. I don't know if I'd throw him out in that situation. I I you would. might need maturity in that situation because Georgia's going to rip you apart. They're going to rip everybody apart. It might be hopeless to start with, but Florida is looking at eight, four season, seven and five season right now. I think you got to throw Richardson out there. I mean, I don't know if I'd tell. I mean, Georgia destroys confidence. Well, <laughs> That's what scares me about Georgia. However, I mean, Florida's offense wasn't the issue against LSU. They scored 42 points. It was a shootout. Um, you know, full disclosure, the game ended 49 42. LSU won. Both, off, right. both defenses were just abysmal. Um, but Florida's offense didn't really get going until Anthony Richardson came on. Emory Jones had the Hail Mary. Okay. That's LSU players were dumbfounded when that that's, happened. That play that's, was that's insane. Luck. That's not, you know, we schemed right. We our talent was luck. Yeah. The offense got rolling when that when Richardson came into the game, and that's when they came back and made it a game. Because it was LSU was winning. They were beating them up. Um, so I think you gotta throw Richardson in there, even if that if even if that next moment's Georgia, you, if you have any shot against Georgia, which you don't, you play Richard. <laughs> which you don't. I think Georgia played one of the better teams until Alabama. I think – I honestly can think Kentucky is their hardest game. They, I mean, Kentucky, say what you want about old Kentucky. I think they played the best game out of anybody yesterday. Oh, I agree. Um, out of anybody who played them. They played better than Clemson. 
and they were at down at Georgia. First of all, Georgia also gets a very nice schedule. Well, I know they got Kentucky at home. They got Arkansas at home. And Arkansas was playing good then. And, you know, we had full health there. Um, So they did get our full grasp. They destroyed us. And then they had Clemson on the road. Um, Neutral road. Oh, yeah, neutral neutral road, I mean. Come on. Come on. I don't know how much of a difference it would have made if it was in Clemson. I don't think it much at all. Maybe because it was like a big deal. But but still, it's, you know, it's – it's an interesting discussion to be had. Um, there's a lot to dig then. That game alone. I mean, there's a lot of storylines in this yesterday's college football. I mean, usually you just have the game, but there is a lot to talk about. I guess we're getting to the midweek point, a midway yeah. point, you know, and you're starting to think Florida's got this going on. LSU's got this going on. Tennessee's got these problems. Ole Miss has got these problems. Arkansas has got these problems. Alabama looks fragile. Georgia looks dominant. Kentucky's got, you know, there's so much. And then you got, that's not even talking about like Clemson or Oklahoma or Ohio State or Michigan and Iowa. what's going on right now. Yeah, I'm about Iowa. <laughs> Thank God about these bye weeks. We're done talking about Iowa. Right, we'll talk about Iowa today. We're, about we're yeah, done so about them. I'm over it. Um, they're awful. I knew they were. That's the most Iowa thing I've ever seen in my life, too, for them to go out and get exposed like that against some rat bag team that can't win Purdue. Sucks. That is the most Iowa thing. That's been Iowa. I think, Orion, as long as we've been alive, Iowa has always been in that 15 to 10, um, 10 range, but they can't ever – they'll lose two – they've lost two games. They'll be 10 and 2 this year. Yeah. Maybe more. Maybe worse. Maybe 9 and 3. Yeah. But anyway, all right, there's your LSU. Um, shout out to LSU. Good for you winning that football game yesterday. Ryan, fun fact for you, I don't know if I told you this yesterday. So Arkansas has played. It's 0-3. And three straight 11 a.m. kicks. So we lost to Georgia, um, I guess, 12 p.m. for our East Coast, 11 a.m. for the Arkansas people. Um, 12 p.m. games. So, yeah, 12 p.m. I guess you have to look at it 11 a.m. for them. It is 11 a.m. They play. Their minds are in 11 a.m. 11 a.m. games. Georgia was at 11 a.m., 12 p.m. our time. 11 a.m. for Ole Miss, 11 a.m. for um, Auburn yesterday, homecoming. LSU played an 11 a.m. game yesterday, Ryan. That was the first time in like oh, it was like the third time in like, ten years. Yeah, we played three in a row, and they had one yesterday for the first time in ten years. What kind of crap is that? I get it, we're not the big brand that LSU is, but Jesus, it's friggin' terrible, dude. SEC, don't even get me started. I'll go, I'll get started, but not right now. We got more work to do. Mm-hmm. Um, here we go. Next thing, um, we're gonna move off a little recap. We're going to do some other scheduling, some power rankings, AP top 25, then we'll get back to it. All right, here we go. All right, Georgia, number one. This is AP top 25, folks. Um, Cincinnati, number two. Whoa. I'm starting to gain that win yesterday. I think it was yesterday. What day was that? Yesterday, right? Yeah. Um, big. They blew them out. Crushed them. They have to do that to every team they play. They cannot be competitive for the rest of the season. They have to smack the crap out of everyone. They it may not be fair, it may not be right. They have to, because. But at this point, though, I feel pretty confident that Cincinnati can play off because of the fact that they just go undefeated. Because now there's room. There was always going to be this room, but now there's this room for the Big Twelve team, Oklahoma, who probably is going to go undefeated. Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, I imagine, and then there's the room for the um, Ohio State to get in there as well. And I think Ohio State. I, oh, I hate them, but they're gonna, they're gonna. I think they're gonna get in. 
What do you think? You think you can get in? I think Ohio State will win the Big Ten and get in, yeah. Um, unless Michigan somehow pulls something off for Michigan State or Penn State, but it seems unlikely at this point. Yeah. I mean, Ohio State is, has flaws. They won't win it, but you're going to get it. All right, Alabama's at number four. Ohio State's number five. Penn State's number six. Everything essentially is someone just moved up one spot at this point. Uh, Michigan is literally everything like that at this point. Michigan's number eight. Michigan State I – mean, Michigan's number seven. Michigan State is number eight. Oklahoma State jumped a couple spots to number nine. Um, I think that's well-deserved. We'll get to that game. I was impressed. I mean, at Texas, I get it was noon game or 11 a.m. game for Texas as well, but still, they look good. Um, I was impressed with that. Iowa drops to number 10. I think that's too high. I think Iowa is very flawed. Their offense is terrible. Awesome. It's as bad as Clemson's. Yeah. I think if Clemson had the same schedule as Iowa, we probably they'd probably be undefeated too. Oh, they probably would have lost to Purdue or something like that. But you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Oregon. Drop two spots after almost losing to Cal. Um, they're at 11. Kentucky's at 12. They only dropped back one spot. I think that's well-deserved. I think Kentucky has a chance to win the rest of their games. They could lose to Tennessee. All right, Ole Miss, number 13. Uh, Notre Dame, number 14. I think they must have been on a bye week this week. Coastal Carolina, 15, must have, were also on a bye. Wake Forest at 16, also were on a bye. Um, Texas A&M moved up to 17, very dominant win. I don't know if we talk about that or not, but dominant win over Missouri yesterday. Um, NC State moved up to 18 from 22. I like them. They were good. Well, I don't like them, but they were good. Um, SMU, 19. San Diego State, very good team. Um, not talked about very much. I like them, though. Um, they beat Utah. Yeah. I think at Utah, so – Auburn, number 21, uh, Baylor, 22, UTSA, 23, Pittsburgh, 24, and Utah, 25. So there you go. There you go. And Utah's losses. I know that BYU loss isn't great. They could have won it, though. And that San Diego State loss, that San Diego State loss is looking pretty darn good right now. Yeah. They don't get talked about because they're San Diego State. But if these guys were out over here, they get talked about. But it's just, you know, that's just the law of the land. That's how it goes sometimes. So, all right, there's your AP top 25. Man, a lot of football going on right now. A lot of football. Oof, I feel very overwhelmed. All right, the South Carolina power rankings. Are you ready, Ryan? Let's do it. Um, they are the exact same as they've always been. Coastal is number one. Clemson is number two. And South Carolina is number three. If there was another FBS team in South Carolina, I would put South Carolina fourth. But there's not. If there was, an, if there was a good FCS team out there, Ryan, that's in South Carolina, let me know so I can rank South Carolina behind them. They're all, I don't know about Wofford. Wofford might be. What about Furman? I don't know. I don't really follow that. You know what we should do just for the harken back to the old days? Maybe we should have an FCS episode, like in the middle of the week. That'd be awesome. Next week, we're going to talk about an FCS game. Oh, which one? Are you going to keep it? Let's keep it a secret for now. Let's keep the the fans on edge. They are two undefeated teams they play next week, all at the same time. Yeah, there you go. All right. And then our teams, this has switched. This is so Oklahoma. Clemson, Arkansas, South Carolina. And in that order, that's the ranking. I think Oklahoma has solidified themselves as a pretty decent little team. Um, Clemson goes in at number two. Arkansas has fallen and collapsed under our nose, under my nose. The Kool-Aid has drowned me. I am dead. Um, Arkansas, number three. And uh, the University of South Carolina still sits at number four. 
they're terrible. They're Arkansas would smack them. And Arkansas stinks right now. So I get it. It was a tough road. It was a tough road to show for um, I think people are undervalued. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. I'm getting ahead of myself. All right, let's start. Let's open it up, shall we? Oh boy. Clemson at Syracuse. There's a lot, Ryan. Um, and I probably need to discuss here. I watched a majority of it. I was at a bar, but I still sat there and watched the whole thing. Shout out to me for being a fan. Um, Ryan, what are your thoughts? Disappointing. Um, you mean disappointing. Yeah. Disappointing. Yeah. They won the football game. They won, but you had two weeks to fix things, and you didn't. You had to fix. I mean, I think DJ fixed can't fix bad players in two weeks. They got bad football players on their team that don't want to do nothing. I don't know if they're bad. I think they're or bad coaching, out. whatever you want to. You can't I fix it in two players. weeks, though. Um, DJ looked decent, actually. He, I, I mean, he threw for sixty-one percent completion rate, and I think there were like four clear drops from receivers. Especially I think it was ball. much more than that. There were several that were just terrible. Go ahead. But yeah, wide um, receivers can't catch. The O line can't block. Block to save their lives. There was literally one play. You would think that Syracuse and one guy came through all three of them. You just, would think that Syracuse has the best defensive line in the country, and then you remember they're Syracuse. No, they're Syracuse. They um, stink. I stink. Um, this is, and then the play calling was just very conservative, very mellow. Uh, and in all fairness, I think it's conservative because the offensive line is just horrible. It's just awful. You, like, you can't. I mean, like, you just can't block long enough for a play to develop for a long pass. Um, they can't block for the run game, even though we had a decent little run game. Not great. It was decent. Everything you could do is just short passing, and they're just running up the middle. They're just running outside, but they're running up the middle. Um, Clemson did win 17-14. Um, Syracuse missed a field goal um, in the last minute of the game to not send it to overtime. Um, so Clemson got a little lucky there. Um, DJ had over 200 total rush or total yards in general, uh, one touchdown. Running backs played well, um, but just so many dumb mistakes. Like, I mean, you know, Trent, you probably saw this too. They would be on drive, and they would get some momentum. They'd be driving down, get a couple first downs, and then something stupid, bad snap, bad penalty, just. Stupid. Clemson is not the kind of offense that can afford bad, stupid stuff. Not right now, no. They're not good enough. Um, I don't – I'm come down. I texted Ryan this when the game was going on. I feel like DJ, he does overthrow some guys. It's true. He had some bad passes. True. He made better deci- – there was better decision-making. He ran the ball more effectively. And, you know, he's getting better. I see three problems with this football team. Ryan, you agree with me, on, I think, on all of them. I think the wide receivers drop too many passes. I think the offensive line is god-awful. You can blame that on whoever you want to blame it. I think it, blame goes around everybody. I'm not going to say the coaches get some of the blame. You know, the coaches get all the blame and the players get all the blame. I think it's balanced. I think the players aren't playing to their full potential, and I don't think the coaches are coaching them to their full potential. And then, um, as you said on Twitter, I saw this, and I agreed with it 100%. You said something about – um, a, um, a former player was calling the play calling conservative. Yeah. Um, and you said that when this is when a former player is saying this, not good. I For agree with year. that. 
Wait, what? From one year ago. Well, I hear that. That makes me think that they're not coaching offensively, I think, the way they should. So that makes me lead to two options. So two thoughts of line, two thoughts of thinking there. One, Clemson's not playing to their full potential. I mean, not coaching. They're not coaching well. Or B, they're scared of what DJ Kanan can't do. And at this point, you're so terrible. If you're so scared, you might as well just let it happen and see what happens and just hope for the best. Because at this yeah. point, what's um, what's one interception? I mean, what's one more interception a game? You already – you can't score more than 20 points. Have they scored yeah. more than 20 points all year? Um, on the FCS game. So at this point, if your defense – first of all, Clemson's defense is very good, very good. Um, they've lost some of their best players and still are managing to be very good. So good for them. But at the end of the day, just like you saw at NC State, someone's going to score more points. Your defense can only do so much. And, you know, Ryan made the point, you know, we kind of were hoping that Clemson was going to get it together in these two weeks and they were going to do what they had to do. And the problem with Clemson right now is the problems that they have, you can't fix in two weeks. I don't know if you can fix it in eight weeks or nine weeks of how it's, but how much we're going on week eight now yeah. and they can't, they haven't fixed it yet. So what makes me think they're going to wake up tomorrow and just, this is an off season project. This season is a wash. They will not. I repeat, they will not, no matter what happens, make the ACC championship and you can mark this down. Let me get the pencil. They're going to lose this bad next coming weekend on the road to pit. Vegas has Clemson favored right now. That is insanity. You know, when this season started, I Pitt beat um, Tennessee, and we were like, oh, my God, what is going on? Because Pitt, usually bad. Tennessee, we all expect to be bad. Lord knows we were all way off on that. Pitt's a good football team. Tennessee is a – considering everything that's happened to them, a good football team. Considering how many transferred, how many gave up, how many quit on that football team, the fact that they're doing what they're doing now with who they've gotten, impressive to say the least. Um, so my final thoughts on Clemson, not good. DJ getting better. Uh, running backs, running backs, forgot to mention them. Very, I like Kobe Pace a lot, a lot, oh, a lot, okay. a lot, a lot. And I also yeah. liked, um, what did you, uh, Joe, a uh, Joe? Um, yeah, starting, start. I like that. Justin Ross has lost a step. Nagata drops too many passes, and that's where I stand on most of Clemson. Yeah. I think I said my piece on them. <laughs> yep, I, I agree. O-line needs to get better. Receivers need to catch the ball. If they can get those two things, which I, don't, I think the, the wide receivers can improve, I think that can change. The O-line, I guess is how it is this year. If they if they could fix those two things, they could they would easily win out. Easily. You could literally just run the ball and do screens if those two things were fixed, and you'd win every game. But they're just not up to par. Um, and I think you're right. It, it looks good. I, I just don't feel confident. I mean, I get the defense is good, and Pitt won't face a better defense this year probably. But then again, I just don't feel confident in Clemson's ability to score more than 20 points, and you're going to have to score more than 20 points to beat Pitt, and you haven't done that all year. You haven't done it at all. It's and you have happen. to do it to beat Pitt. Pitt's going to make you do that. Because you're it's, no matter how good your defense is, it's on the road at Pittsburgh. I don't know what time the game is. Um, so it's going to be a raucous crowd. I don't, I just, you know, you got to do better. 
don't know if it'd be a raucous crowd. Pitt, Pitt doesn't sell out. Um, but yeah, yeah. I mean, if you can't fix the O line, there's there's going to be several losses coming up. More than just, I mean, if you can't fix the O line for Pitt, you lose Pitt. Right. You can't. I mean, Florida State, Wake Forest, even South Carolina, you got to get another one fixed. I'm just, I just. I'm disappointed in where it's been or where it's going. Um, but I think we will move forward. Oh, my gosh. Sorry, my computer went out, everybody. We're going to keep moving forward. Ryan, you're going to have to tell me the next game because I have next one. my thing. <laughs> next I lost everything was, uh... in the middle of this freaking recording. Unbelievable. <laughs> Other than my important laptop, which is going strong. All right, yeah. what's the next game? Next game was Oklahoma State at Texas. Karen, what do you think of this game? Oklahoma State of Texas, I picked Oklahoma State, correct? You did. And who did you pick? I picked Texas. Oh, my God, you big dummy. Who did we pick in that one game before? We picked Clemson, right? Obviously, that's okay, a big question. Yeah. Um, I, I'll read the Florida um, um, LSU um, predictions, too, but um, when we get there. But first, um, Oklahoma State. What did I think Oklahoma State? I was impressed with this game. Sorry, I'm going a little malfunction. Ryan, you should have went first. I should have told you to go first. Um, I liked Oklahoma State's resiliency to never give up on the football. I thought they played very well. I was impressed with the fact that they were able to come back when it seemed like they were going to get embarrassed to Texas. Um, They kind of pulled in Oklahoma, if you look at it from a certain perspective, because of the fact that I think Oklahoma State, you know, they were down out early, tough crowd, their environment, Texas. And then, you know, they came back, won the football game. Casey Thompson, I think he threw an interception. Um, at near the kind of the turning point in the game, um, B. John Robinson might deserve the Heisman. You can't help that team around him isn't that good, but yeah. he's, he's a good player. football player, man. He's a, player. <laughs> I mean, he's a good football player. They don't give it to him. They'll probably give it. I just pray they don't give it to. I I don't give it. I don't care if they give it to Matt Corral. The bad guys always win. That's just a part of things, but. If they give it to Matt Corral, whatever. I just hope they don't give it to Bryce Young. I just don't think he's deserved it. I don't think he's as good as we all thought he was. He has more touchdowns. Who? Matt Bryce Young. He's more touchdowns than um, Matt Corral. Corral. Um, I also Bryce think Young. Matt Corral. I mean, I also think Bryce Young plays for the University of Alabama. And their offensive that. line is fantastic. Their wide receivers are good. They don't drop passes. Their running backs run the football. You know what I mean? The offensive line is complete garbage. I think with Matt Corral, what's so impressive about him, as much as it pains me to say it, I think the thing with Matt Corral is, like, the talent isn't really there. Like, they don't have any star wide receivers. They have okay running backs. Offensive line's average. I think that's what's so impressive about him. Yeah. Anyway, um, back to Oklahoma State, Texas. I'm B. John Robinson to, the, to New York, at least. But um, I like the Pokes' um, ability to win the football game. I like the response to adversity. I'm just a big fan of what I saw. What about you, Brian? Um, I think Oklahoma State is the second best team in the Big 12 right now. Uh, I think they have the best defense in the Big 12 right now. Um, I'm not saying something because Baylor also has good defense, but Oklahoma State are a big favorite. So um, I think Oklahoma State has the best defense. and they have a really good running game. Their weakness is clear, and everyone's seen it. We all know it now. It's their passing game. I can't pass. Oh my God. That uh, one guy, <laughs> there was a play that he threw that was just so horrendously bad. 
I'll ne- I mean, he threw it. Oh, it was bad. It was that. Oh, I mean, that Oklahoma State guy threw an interception that was so terrible. I mean, he threw it right to the defender. Yeah. He, the, like the wide receiver is like five yards the other direction. Why I was open, and mm-hmm. if he would just threw it to him, would have had a first down. But the other guy was like threw it right to him. I was like, man, this guy's bad. <laughs> yeah, and it's crazy because he he's this. I think he's a third year starter at this point for Oklahoma State, and he's been. Decent to good in the past, but he is. I think he's taking a step back. Maybe it's the receivers. I don't know. Um, I don't know, man. Some of those passes are a little wonky. Some of those passes are pretty wonky. Uh, maybe his receivers really good in the past. I don't know. Um, but I think if Oklahoma State had a good quarterback and a good pass game, then I think they would have a really good shot at knocking off Oklahoma. They'll have two shots at it now. I do believe that. They have, They're going to have two opportunities to do uh, it. Yeah. That's crazy. You're going to play them back to back. Most likely. <laughs> That'll be funny to watch. I don't think they lose to anybody in the Big 12 other than you, Oklahoma. I mean, yeah, Oklahoma State's played all the good teams except for Oklahoma. They beat Texas. And y'all really haven't played. Well, y'all played Texas, but that's about the are the only two. There's only two for you to play, but still, you still have um, to play. Um, have they played Kansas State yet? Oklahoma? Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State. Um, I don't. It don't really matter. I don't think. I think Oklahoma State. Iowa State next. Which yeah, I think it was at Iowa thinking, State. It is. A lot of people are thinking it's a trap game. And Iowa State I don't know. I think Iowa State yeah. kind of stinks. But they did they put it to Kansas do. State the other day. So I, I mean, this week. So I don't know. We'll they see for sure. But I think Oklahoma State will. Um, Texas. Um, I don't think Texas would have lost that game. They made a lot of dumb mistakes and didn't move the ball efficiently in the second half. And I don't know. I was just wasn't a fan of the way they went about it. So, all right. Um, there you go. Oklahoma State, Texas. Um, that's it. B. John Robinson. It's in New York. UCF at Cincy. We kind of talked about this earlier, so we'll just run through it real fast. Um, Cincy blew them out. They had to blow everybody out. We did talk about this. So, we basically talked about this already. You want to have any last thoughts? Yeah, I mean, Cincy just blew them out. They got to blow everybody out. This is just what they have to do. Big win. I thought it was impressive, too. It's crazy, the transition of things, though. A couple years ago, UCF was claiming a national championship, and now... Now they're getting blown up, yeah. Yeah, Gus Malzahn, the the, um, the, uh, the Gus bus, whatever it's called. Not going well. All right, Auburn at Arkansas. Ryan, what are your thoughts? Because I'm going to go uh, a lot of thoughts, so... Yeah, I, I I see that. Yeah, Auburn came, Auburn came out guns blazing. Um, credit to Arkansas for coming back and taking the lead in the second half. However, there were some stupid mistakes that happened. Um, KJ Jefferson's fumble in the end zone was the start of it, and it just went downhill from there. Um, you know, what? as an outsider watching this game, I did feel like Arkansas was the better team. Unfortunately, I think they just they're just so young. They haven't figured everything out yet. They haven't completely gelled. Um, I think there's this is a learning curve for Arkansas for Sam Pittman. Um, I think he just got a little out coached. Oh, he got out coached. I want to know a little more, bit about it. <laughs> more, don't salty. Uh, he got oh, I am. You're right. I absolutely am. <laughs> he got out coached by a more experienced coach. I think it's a learning experience for Pittman. Um, Auburn rebounded and and they won 38-20-23. Trinan, I know you got some thoughts. Go for it. 
yesterday, Bo Nix went 21 for 26 for 292 yards, two touchdowns, and one interception. Tanks Bigsby ran the ball for 18 times for 68 yards. Bo Nix ran it for 42 yards, and Hunter ran it for 27 yards. I can sit here and complain about the refing, which was bad all day yesterday in the SEC. And, you know, let me get that way out of the way first. Refing is bad. But the question is, I don't know if they're going to find better refs out there. They, I mean, everybody complains about the refs. I was looking at Twitter right by um, just a couple minutes ago, and they said that they were complaining about the NFL refs. Refs are just not that great. They just aren't nowadays. I don't know if they've ever been great. They've always been bad. They've always missed calls. Yesterday, they were horrendously bad. The fumble was bad. Um, the fumble was bad. The interception call, pass interference call was bad. But here's the truth of it. Those things are happen. They're a part of the game. It's unfortunate. Arkansas got outcoached, outplayed, and out just performed yesterday. I do believe to this moment that Arkansas is the better football team than what we saw out there yesterday. I do think that. But we went against a team that was well coached, that made better decisions threw the ball more accurately, ran the ball more efficiently, and didn't let themselves get hurt. Arkansas had bad coaching decisions, Sam Pittman, and all three of them. The guys I praised the devil, I think that's great. I think they're good, but the Kool-Aid is ran out. The, the, cooler, the cooler is empty. Um, the four games are over. We've lost three in a row. And yesterday wasn't really a close game in the end. The, close, the score was closer than indicated. And but it did, we felt we collapsed in the fourth quarter. We were bad in the first quarter. We made dumb decisions. We punted on our own 38 yard line. Um, God, there's a ton. I mean, there, I mean, uh, there's um, we had fourth and inches at one point. We decided to run the ball from the shotgun, um, stuffed them, and then we had fourth and four, and then we had a QB draw up the middle, stuffed them. It's the we decided to go for a 53 yard field goal. So Sam Pittman decided to punt from I believe his 38 and decided to kick it from his 41. Um, does that make any sense? It makes sense, yeah. Um, yeah. we got out coached, outplayed. The play calls were bad. The defensive play calls were bad. Um, Barry Odom, maybe we're trying to sign him up for another year because he's not looking good right now, and there might not be a lot of people who jump on that bandwagon. Um, I don't know. Not good. I mean, the fans, I didn't even think the fans were loud. They weren't very loud. Uh, I, I, I remember watching the Texas game. They, they were, were loud. Crazy. They weren't there. I mean, I get it. I hate Texas. They suck. I'm not a Texas guy. I don't like Texas no more than the next guy. Ryan probably hates them more than I do. He plays them every year. We only played them. That was the first time I we played them since 16 since the bowl game, regardless of all that, it don't matter to me. We got to be able to beat Ole Miss. We got to be able to beat Georgia eventually. We got to be able to beat Auburn, especially when Auburn's not that having a down year. What are we going to do when Auburn's good again? Like legitly good again. Now, I don't think Ole Miss is going to get much better ever than they are right now. But you see what I'm saying, though? There's more to the world than Texas and Texas A&M. There's more to it. There's Mississippi State. There's Alabama. There's Auburn. There's Ole Miss. There's Georgia. You got to play these games and try to be competitive in them. I, I know, like yes, I said yesterday. Yesterday was abysmal. It was disappointing. The Kool Aid has run out. We're back to reality. 
I still think, honest to God, that we can go eight and four, but I think seven and five is more realistic. I hate to say that, but if we saw what we saw yesterday, we're probably not being LSU on the road, and we're definitely, definitely, definitely not being Alabama either way. Um, we can beat Missouri. They're they're awful. Uh, Mississippi State, hot and cold. We have them in Arkansas. I don't know how much that's going to mean because we can't beat anybody in Arkansas. I mean, we can't. We don't matter, but. I'm just disappointed. And, you know, that home crowd did such a great job against Texas. You would think they would show up, you know, but it's 11 a.m. I get it hard. Get out and do it, man. I don't know. I'm just disappointed with everything that happened yesterday. I didn't think KJ played that great. He overthrew some people. Um, the play calling was maddening. KJ had the ball, and he could have drove – you could have drove a Mack truck through some of the lanes that he had just to get a first down. And he just overthrew people. And then it would be third, fourth down, and when Sam Pittman punts from his own forty-one yard line. What are you supposed to do about that, man? What do you What do you do? I mean, I don't. I just don't. They didn't play good. The defense is bad now. It's back to it's back to reality. I hate it. It was fun those four games, four and zero, eight and zero. Oh, our number eight in the country. I mean, God, good times in the neighborhood. But that's over now. It's back to reality. Seven and five, eight and four. It's a good season. I guess we're better than we have been. We're I mean, still one and three it, in the SEC. If you look at this game, it kind of reminds me of Clemson in 2011. Uh, sorry. Oh, my but God. We still have like six more years of getting good. Yeah, I know. I know. Um, I mean, the next one, yeah. Anyway, so Clemson started 2011, 8 0. And then they lost to NC State. Um, lost Georgia Tech. I think they almost lost to uh, Wake Forest. They beat Wake Forest up. Lost Carolina, and they got blown out after winning the ACC championship. This is kind of how it feels uh, from an outside looking in, kind of remembering. This is kind of what it feels like. Um, I can see Arkansas continuing to improve, continue to get better. Uh, this is their second year to rebuild. It takes time. And yesterday made me so mad because Sam, I like Sam Pittman. I do. I really do. Culture has changed. That is evidently true. But I got mad yesterday. I was mad, you know, in general. And then he gets up to the press conference and he says, we're beat up. We need the bye week desperately bad. He said, it's not good right now. We're not making the plays that we're making. And at the end of the day, oh, that thing made me so mad yesterday. I was like, that's some, that's a, you don't hear Nick Saban saying that, you know, you don't hear, uh, what's a Jimbo saying that you don't hear, you don't hear, uh, Dabo saying that kind of stuff. But at the end of the day, Arkansas doesn't have the depth that those teams have. So when you have little depth and you've got good players, we have good players, but they play every, almost every possession, you know, where's, you know, you wear down a little bit. That's just how it goes sometimes. But we're good. We're getting better. I see it. You know, Arkansas teams of old would have lost the games that I've talked about before. There's no question about that. Um, Got to win. Got to win. Um, you know, at least it's not we're not Nebraska or something like that. Can't win at all. Eesh. All right. That's the end of that. All right. Florida LSU. Um, what did I pick? Uh, Ryan picked Florida. I picked Florida. Eesh. Not good. Yeah, Florida. Um, Yale at UConn. Um, Yale at UConn. What do we got going on here? Yale lost this football game. UConn won. Yeah, I forgot. I'm a little distracted after Arkansas talk. Um, they won 21 to 15. 
Oh my gosh, Ryan picked Yale. I went with UConn. I was right. I was pulling for them hard. Um, good for UConn, man. I am very happy for them. First time they played since 1998, and it was like the Constitution Trophy or something like that. Yeah, something weird. Yeah. So, what, any thoughts about UConn? You know, it was a fun game. I'm glad UConn finally got a win. They're not the worst team of all time. <laughs> they got a win. I don't even think if they would have lost every game, they would have been. Well, they definitely won't be now because they won one game. So, they did win a game. So, congratulations to a decent to- Yale team. Yale was like two and two. So, well, the two and three now, but you know. They're not, they couldn't be too bad. All right. Yeah. There you go. I'm done with that. <laughs> All right. Uh, Kentucky at Georgia. Um, uh, Ryan picked Georgia. I picked Georgia. Kentucky, uh, Georgia won the game 30 to 13. This is exactly what we thought it would be. Yeah. There, I mean, there's, there's nothing else we like was expected out of this game. We all knew what was going to happen. We all knew that Georgia was going to win it. Um, I think Kentucky is a pretty good team. Um, they win it ugly sometimes, but like Georgia's just too good. They're putting their backup quarterback out there, who we we know isn't that good, but they make him look good. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, yeah, Georgia's Georgia's still the best team. Stetson that just needs to. He they can put him out there now for. They can let JT Daniels get to 100%, throw him back out there. I would throw him back out there with, like, two games to go left in the season against, like, Georgia Tech and maybe, yeah. I don't know, because you got to get him back out there because you want him to be first time starting against Alabama. That's not good. But if they get JT Daniels back in there healthy, doing the right stuff, get him fully healthy, get him ready to go against the Alabamas, the Oklahomas, the Ohio States, Cincinnati, whoever they play, I think they'll be good to go. So, with that being said, Georgia, they ran the ball over Kentucky. I mean, it's like, watch the Arkansas film, watch the Kentucky film. It's all the same. Georgia just crushed. I mean, even I was listening to Mark Stoops' press conference, and he said, they've got some guys on that team. they got some real men. He's like, like they would ask him a question. They were like, why can't you run the ball? Why didn't you throw the ball? What happened? He's like, I think it had a lot to do with them being a very good football team. Yeah. Mark Stoops said it was the best team he saw at Georgia since he's been there. And he's been there a couple of years, six years, seven years. Oh, wow, yeah. And there's been some decent teams that went to national championships. Um, so He said that was the best squad he's ever faced at John. So. Yeah. That's, uh, they're good. They're good. Good football, <laughs> good football team. All right, there's Georgia. All right, Fresno State at Wyoming. I didn't even know this game existed until right <laughs> now. Um, Fresno State won the game, 17 and nothing. Um I picked Fresno. You picked Fresno. Any thoughts? Because I have none. Very low screen game, which is kind of unexpected. I thought it was going to be no kind of a, a shootout type game. Um, obviously, I thought Fresno State was going to win it. They're, they're a good team. They're a really good team. Um, but weird game. 17-0. Um, but, hey, good job, Fresno. And whatever it takes. All right, here we go. Another barn burner of a game. Purdue and Iowa. Um uh, what was it? Purdue beat Iowa 24 to seven. How exciting. Um, Ryan, what do you think about old, uh, Iowa losing? You know, I, it was just a matter of time. It was just who was going to do it. It should not be Penn state. Uh, the only reason they won is because Penn state's quarterback got hurt. Um, Iowa has an amazing defense, probably top two, maybe top three in the country. Um, fantastic defense. Their offense Probably one of the worst in college football. 
I think they're worse than Clemson. I do. Um, I mean, the only reason that offense gets points is because defense gets so many turnovers that you can just, you're just you're already in the 20. You can just you know, kick a field goal if you can't do it. Like you're just that that's how good your defense is. Iowa's offense is garbage. They will lose more games. Um, this is just a sign of what's to come for poor little Iowa because they are not number two country in the nation. Um, they're bad. Their offense is bad. It's all over the crying at this point. For them, you know, it's just all over the crying. No way they get in. I mean, uh, let's. I mean, I don't think they get in over any. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, you know, they got to go undefeated at this point, and they can't score with Oregon. I mean, Ohio State. The the sham about that game yesterday was. So if you said to me, okay, Purdue beat Iowa at home, like at Purdue, I'd be like, okay, I guess. It was at Iowa to a sold out crowd. Are you joking? That's terrible. Bad. Really, 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 really bad. Bad. It's bad, folks. Um, I don't like it. It's not good. They got exposed. They're done. It's over. Um, we might not talk about Iowa the rest of the season. It won't upset me any. Except when they, they'll probably make the Big Ten Championship. We'll talk yeah, about they're probably not going to lose. Any, I mean, I don't think there's anybody in that division who has enough wins in the Big Ten even, so Iowa could probably drop another one and still go. Yeah, you know, they'll probably go to the Big Ten, but, but they're going to get blown out by most likely Ohio State. They get blown out by whoever they play, uh, Michigan, um, Penn State, or Ohio State. All right, there you go. I think Penn State would have beat Iowa last week if it wasn't for that backup quarterback getting hurt. Okay, I mean, that back, uh, starting quarterback. Now he yeah. got hurt. They lost, but – you know, if it weren't for that, I think it would blow them out. No, All right. All right. A&M at, versus Missouri. Um, you must have just threw this in there because I we don't have any predictions for this. Who did we yeah, pick? We, pick this game oh, we both picked was... Iowa last week, by the way. We all picked Iowa. Yeah, we, we all picked Iowa. But... All right. Go ahead. A&M, Missouri. Yeah, we didn't um, We didn't pick this game, but, it was, I mean, it was a good game. We got to talk about Texas A&M, I feel like, after they beat Bama. Um, I mean, they put it on. Mizzou, they beat them 35. Missouri's bad. Missouri's bad. bad. They might be worse than South Carolina. They just suffocated them defensively. Offense played well on the run. Calzada had an okay game, um, but good win for Texas on the road. There you go. Um, Yeah. Michigan State versus Indiana. Michigan State barely beat Indiana 20 to 15. Ooh, weird score. Um, Yeah, I mean, I think Michigan State's also a fraud. When you look at um, I, if you look at Ten, I see a lot of fraud. I think Michigan State is a fraud just like Iowa. Um, I agree. I think this game kind of starts to show those frauds. And, um, you know, Indiana, not that great of a team. You know, maybe a 6-6 six and six at best kind of team. And they almost beat Michigan State. top ranks, you know, Michigan State. I think Michigan State's going to have a couple losses by the end of the season. They got the. Michigan I think they will too. They got to. They'll lose to Penn. I think out of the four that's in there right now, Ohio State, Michigan, Penn State, Michigan State, they're the worst. Yeah, they I have would a, say they have a good defense and they have a great running back, but that's it's the same. It's just the same story all across the Big Ten except for Ohio State. Yeah. All right, there you go. Michigan State, not good. All right, okay. BYU at Baylor. Um, Baylor, Baylor, Baylor. We picked both picked Baylor. We thought we knew that. I knew this was this seemed too clear, and we were right. It was too clear. Um, what was the mi- line here? Five. Oh, they won that by a mile. Um, they all uh, beat BYU 38 24. I don't think BYU is that good. It kind of makes you question how good the Pac 12 is a little bit, just a little bit. 
But, you know, they were playing at home for those games and when they went on the road. And as we mentioned in the last week's episode, we mentioned that we thought they weren't going to be as good because they went on the road. We didn't know how much road adversity because they only been on the road to Utah State. That's nothing. When you go on a road power five team, the game changes a little bit. Things seem a little different. Yeah. um, You know, I mean, BYU just doesn't. We're going to talk more about the Pac-12 in a little bit because they are bad. Uh, but BYU, I mean, they're, they're, it seems like they're falling apart or maybe they're just starting to run into actually good teams. Baylor's defense is legit. I think they have a very good defense. Um, you know, their offense is – it's okay. It's not great, but it's okay, um, which kind of puts more light onto maybe BYU is not that great. And we were led astray a little bit. Um, but good win for Baylor. I think they're the third best team in the the Big 12. So we'll see if they can keep that up. Yeah, good defense and good yeah. offense. I mean, they were good. Yeah. BYU is a terrible it's team, a you know. It's a so, great win. It is. And my Baylor, are they did I say they were ranked? No, right? I think they're ranked now. I can't remember. Well, they were just ranked. they weren't let's ranked. Let's go rewatch before. the pod if they um see if they're ranked. They were not ranked last week. I think they're ranked now. All right, Pitt at Virginia Tech. Um, we talked a bit about Pitt when we talked about Clemson. They have an explosive offense. They destroyed, but blew out Virginia Tech, um, mm-hmm. twenty-eight to seven. Best team in the coastal. That's what you have right here. You agree? Best team in the coastal. Um, I think um, you can maybe make a case for North Carolina. I'm not. Um, They're not good. They lost Georgia Tech. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, Virginia Tech. I thought could have been up there. It was really a question of. You know, Virginia Tech has this good defense. Pitt has this good offense. And Pitt, you know, they they their offense played out. They scored enough points. Uh, Virginia Tech couldn't score eight points. Got one touchdown. They won. So Pitt won 28-7. And I think they win this next game. They should be considered the best team in the SEC. I agree. Um, all right. UNC at Miami, the game we thought preseason that was going to be the barn burner. Um, turns out it sucked. Um, UNC beat Miami 45 to 42. I guess the game was a barn burner. It was a barn burner. But we thought it would be like they were all ranked. The UNC beat Miami 45 to 42. Poor Miami. They can't. Miami's falling apart. I think Manny Diaz gets fired before the end of the season. Before the end of the season, he gets fired. Yeah. It's just not working. I don't know really what you have to do to get Miami back on track. They're just not. They just haven't since they've been in the ACC. It's been no. like 20 years. They haven't won an ACC championship. Um, they're just not good. Only been to a couple. Yeah, they've been to a couple. I think been to one. And they got beat. Um, so, yeah, UNC, good win. Sam Howell played very well. Kind of a Matt Corral kind of game where he had a few yards on the air. But a lot of rushing yards, rushing touchdowns. Um, so, good game for UNC to kind of get back on track, hopefully. Um, we'll see what happens. All right, there you go. All right, Vandy at South Carolina. Um, South Carolina won the game 21 to 20. Zeb Nolan came in the last drive. Um, you can help me here. Was he hurt? Was um Doty hurt or did they just as a last drive? Yeah, it was bad. If you're two bad picks to kind of get him in that spot, one of those picks came um, on South Carolina's last possession for their final possession um, when Zeb Nolan came in. Uh, I think Beamer just had nubs and Tony, you're out. We're putting an experienced guy in, and he let him. He took him um, all the way to the victory. Risky move by Beamer. Um, 
All right, there's a lot to unpack in this game itself, just as a South Carolina-based podcast, I guess. I'm stuck on a bad football team. Um, what do you think about Shane Beamer? I think it was a good call for him to switch out Doty. No, I mean, like, in general, so far. It's more of a broad question. A broad question. I mean, when you're looking at the other rebuilds that are happening, just even within the SEC. I mean, they are four and three, right? They are four and three. The is Arkansas. They are four and three, but they haven't played the same schedule as Arkansas. <laughs> That's for sure. They played the same record as Arkansas. They'd be probably 0-1-1-6-7, whatever. Um, they would have beat um, Rice, probably. Yeah, they'd probably beat Rice. Um, however, I think Beamer has done a D-plus job so far. Oof. You've barely beaten teams that in past season, Carolina should be just trumping. Like Vanderbilt is the worst football team in the SEC, or should be at least. And I guess they are. Um, East Carolina is not good. And you look at these games and you're just like, yeah, how? Vanderbilt how barely beat UConn. Exactly. How are we not just, you know, um, and you look at, you know, you have two rebuilds side by side, Tennessee and South Carolina. Tennessee's already up here. Carolina's not doing much better than they did last year. They're doing better than last year. I but agree. Not much. So you can say that Shane Beamer's done improvement over what Will Muschamp had. Um, so, plus, however, if you look at the other rebuilds, not as good. Yeah. Um... Uh, one of my Gam Gamecock brothers, friends, whatever you want to call him, seems there's not a lot of love for Shane Beamer. Um, I think he could be fired, not this year, but next. I don't know. We'll wait and see. There's got to be see, some improvement fire, next year. If they fire him, that'd just be so stupid. This year or next year? At all. Well, not at all. But I think you got to give – you can't just you know look at it and say, oh, my gosh, it's been – we, we knew this was going to happen. We all knew it. We just didn't expect Tennessee to be this good. And now you're looking at this other rebuild. And like, oh, my gosh. Yeah, you look at Arkansas, who was just the bottom dweller with the Vanderbilt a couple of years ago. And then yeah, the you look at Tennessee. The only reason we're talking about this is because the other rebuilds are doing better. Well, Missouri, if you want to compare them, they're doing just as bad as you are, South Carolina. Well, so, Missouri's falling apart. They're not being rebuilt. They're just yeah, they're collapsing. <laughs> I do think Eli Drinkowitz might be gone, depending on how bad Arkansas beats them at the end of the year. Yeah. Um, I don't think highly of Arkansas right now, as you probably can tell, but I do think we still blow out Missouri at this point. Um, yeah, that guy might be gone too. Um, I don't think Beamer gets fired at the end of the year, though. I don't think he should. Uh, I think you got to give them two, three years before you make that decision. Like, I hey, think they might fire that athletic director they got there at South Carolina. Yeah, they should. I think they should move on from Ray Tanner. And then Ray uh, Tanner's replacement fires Shane Beamer next year. It's possible, yes. Then you can get him out of there. It depends on how bad he looks. He's not Josh Upel. Josh Upel, I made this argument last episode. They have – he's an offensive mind. He's Shane Beamer's more of a Sam Pittman Dabble Sweeney. You got to hire, you got to bring the guys in. They're going to help you win. You don't, unless you, if you don't like that, you hire a Lincoln Riley type or a Josh Hupel or a Lane Kiffin or a Kirby Smart, even 
or even a Dan Mullen, you know, uh, maybe Dan Mullen should leave Florida and I go to South Carolina. That'd be exciting. Maybe Dan Mullen doesn't do good in like big schools. He only succeeds in like little baby schools. Like yeah, maybe South Carolina. So, all right, there you go. Woof. That was rough, man. These games are deep. <laughs> well, it's going to be a long episode. This might be an hour and a half episode. <laughs> Jesus. All right. We're coming up on the end though. All right. Pause for a second. Breathe. TCU at Oklahoma. What do we think? I'll tell you what I think, Ryan. Um, we both picked Oklahoma. Oh, also, I was very close on that Vandy pick going out. Very close. You were close. Yeah, close. That would have been awesome. Um, TCU, Oklahoma, Caleb Williams. Um, very impressive. Um, I have two thoughts. Fans were right to boo. Spencer Rather, he's garbage. Um, I don't feel that. I At the moment, I was like, oh, that's tacky. They were right, and they were right. So they should have made the move. They, they were right. And then um, um, Caleb Williams is pretty good. I think he might get an invite to New York if he keeps it up, especially if he somehow, like, keeps him undefeated all the way to the Big 12 championship game and wins that too. I think yeah. he gets an invite. Yeah. Um, Caleb Williams definitely changed the offense for Oklahoma. Um, what seemed dead and dying is now alive. Reborn. Um, yeah. So Caleb Williams was fantastic. He had five total touchdowns. He was running. He was throwing. Great running touchdown. Looked like Calamari. And there was one thing, if you don't mind. Yeah. There's one thing I noticed yesterday that I hadn't really noticed that much this season. When he's in the game, it gives your running backs better opportunities to run the football. I noticed yesterday, I thought your running game played pretty well. Now, they passed the ball, and he ran the ball a lot. But when they did run the football, they looked pretty good. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, it, it seems like it's a curse in Oklahoma. If the offense is playing well, the defense is playing so well. If the defense is playing well, the offense is playing so well. Got the offense rolling again. Scored 52 points on a, a TCU team that normally has good defense this year, maybe not so much. Um, however, the offense or the defense looks kind of weak in the passing game. They couldn't get the stops on third down. They would get the third down. They just couldn't figure it out on third down. Um, there were some plays where the TCU wide receivers just bullied the Oklahoma DBs and just made them look silly. Um, just stupid stuff that if you're a defensive back, you need to make that play. Right. Especially if you're a championship contending team. Um, so it's great. It's wonderful to see that the offense is playing so well. Caleb Williams, he solidified his start this spot as a starter for me. I think Rattler's done at OU. Now, can the defense figure it out again? Can we figure out how to – I don't know what happened, but maybe it's just a, a glitch in the game, but the defense got to play. However, OU wins 52-31. Yeah, I mean, a win is a win. Um, defense probably will figure out. Win. What's your bye week? Is it this week? Um, no, we play Kansas, which is about oh, so my week. Um, <laughs> um, so no, nothing really to be said next week, huh? Wow, both of our teams kind of playing a little wimpy little babies, huh? Other than Clemson, they're kind of playing somebody. Um, I was impressed, I thought the wide receivers play good. Oh, you Norwood is that his name? Wide receiver Trey Norwood is that guy uh, that's on your team? He's a DB of the Steelers now. Oh, from Oklahoma. Who's the Oklahoma wide receiver that caught a bunch of passes yesterday? Uh, Hazelwood. Hazelwood. I knew it was some kind of wood in there. Um, 
Um, I was very impressed with him. I thought he played really well. Him and Marvin Mims, very good. I like yeah. both of those guys a lot. Um, yeah. Your running backs were good. Quarterback's good. Defense, everybody has an off game once in a while. I wouldn't worry about it too much. Hopefully that's just not. Play. Well, Texas has got a good offense. And who did you play, TCU? TCU. And what, what would happen was. I don't know. Maybe they, they would like have sell out for. They would just like sell out for whatever they were doing. So if there was a pass play, they would sell out for the pass and the quarterback would run it. And it was just like, ah, what are we doing? So I don't know. Yeah. What are we going to do? All right. There you go. TCU Oklahoma. Good. Good for Oklahoma. Good for Caleb Williams. Good for them. All right. Here's your barn burner. I have been licking my chops on this game. I love this game. I was a big fan. This game had everything you want. If you like spectacle, you like Ole Miss versus Tennessee. Everything about this game was absolutely fantastic. I love the love, the love, love, the love this game. This game was a lot of fun. And, you know, there's a lot of little whiny babies on there that are like, oh, my God, don't throw stuff. Listen, I don't know. Well, let's go through it. Let's just go through it. <laughs> I don't want to get canceled. Yeah, that might get canceled, but I'm going to say my piece of what I think. Um, Ole Miss at Tennessee. Um, we both picked Tennessee. We were close. Joe Milton, what oh, in the world stupid. was that? That was it. Just <laughs> you should have just chunked it in the end zone and see what happens. Because well, what's the worst that can happen? They just get a pick. <laughs> apparently, back Austin. Who cares? He thought he had more time. Oh um, my god, you big dummy! He wasn't looking at the clock. He thought he had one second left when he ran out of bounds. No, I think you had one Is second that... when the play started. <laughs> He's an idiot. Um, oh my oh, god, that's, that's exciting football right there. Let me tell you. Oh man, that's crazy town. Of uh, that whole game was crazy. That ending was very beautiful, though. It's what you he almost they almost won that football game. That guy would have caught that. The won. pass was high, but he did touch it. I don't know. Tough. Joe Milton just lowers that pass just an inch or inch and a half. They win that football game. Yeah, it was close. Um, Tennessee played amazing. The crowd was phenomenal until the end. <laughs> um, but I mean. Tennessee's got something to build on. Their 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 uh, rebuilding is clearly effective. They're doing things right. We'll see how far they can take it. Obviously, they got to play Bama next. They're gonna get creamed, but they're 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 making progress. Are we sure they're gonna get creamed? Yes. Um, I liked uh, Alabama. Um, to uh, maybe win that football game closer than the experts think. Is it at Tennessee or at Alabama? It's in Bama. Uh, never mind. Um, but, um, I don't know. I was just a big fan of everything that happened in that game. I thought it was very entertaining. I mean, sure, it's not great for everybody to have mustard thrown at you and golf balls. But, like, at the end of the day, um, first of all, that spot was insane. I mean, and these announcers, man, what shills they are. I mean, they were bad like that, the Arkansas game. Aaron Murray, first of all, Aaron Murray, screw you. Greg McElroy, screw you too. You suck. Um, Greg McElroy and Aaron Murray are awful. Um, I didn't like um, Greg McElroy was just – or whoever was. Was that the guy calling the Tennessee game, Greg McElroy? Um, I actually don't know if it – oh, no, it was Jordan Rogers. Oh, yeah, that was Jordan. Um, Aaron Rodgers' brother. I see why he hates him now. Makes sense. He's terrible. 
They were so little babies. Oh, Tennessee fans are throwing them the field. Oh, what if they, what if they, they wear football helmets for a reason? Protect your head. You know what I mean? <laughs> Put a helmet on. What do you got? You got a hundred over them. You can fit somebody's big old head and them things. Should you throw stuff? No. Oh, I just hate it. I don't know. There's no good answer because the SEC will come out and they'll be like, oh, we don't, we don't, we don't, we condemn people throwing the stuff on the football field. But then they won't say anything about how bad and abysmal the refing was yesterday. They will, those dudes live with no consequence. There is no job in this world that you don't have consequences. It's like, there's just no job. If I go to work and I play and work poorly, I get fired. If Ryan goes to work and does a bad job, he gets fired. If Ryan goes, to, if you go to work, whoever you are listening to this podcast, and you screw up so badly, you go to your job, wherever you work and do whatever you do, you do a bad job enough times, you get fired. It's what happens. Or you lose your job or you get suspended or you lose a little bit of money. You know what I mean? Something that needs to happen with these guys because they work with unlimited power. And they were terrible yesterday. I don't, I don't like the, I, I do like it. I don't, we disavow on the TNR sports podcast, throwing stuff on the field. We disavow it. But I will say that somebody, sometimes you got to put your frustration out. There was a bad call. You know, they're not going to give you the review. They're just not doing that. And if at all, it should have been four and inches. It shouldn't have been four for one. That was stupid. It should have been four in like inches. I just think it's insane. All day yesterday, they were bad. I mean, they were bad. Right? SEC refs are known for notoriously being bad. They screwed Mississippi State against uh, Memphis a while back. That was bad. They screwed Arkansas like three times yesterday. Bad. Um, they screwed um, Tennessee last night. Bad. They just uh, – and there was another play I didn't even mention that was like a scoop and score they called back because they blew the whistles too fast. That was horrible. They didn't blow a whistle. There was no whistle. There's no consequences for these guys, right? There's none. You know, and like I said, I disavow throwing stuff on the field. But it didn't make me too mad. Someone needs to make a statement. What are you going to do, you know? I don't know. It is football. But we put our money into it. Like people pay to go to the games. You know, we buy these jerseys. We do, we are a part of it. You know, and these players put on this time for some jackass wearing a zebra coat to determine the outcome of a football game because of their incapability. Um, I saw a photo of the guy who got the first down. Um, the ref who decided where the spot of the ball was 20 yards behind him. How do you do that, man? I just I just don't know. I don't have a good answer for you. I just don't think. Just good stuff. It's not good. I don't know. But like I said earlier in the episode, are you going to find who are you going to replace them? There's nobody, you know, what are you going to do? Um, a great spectacle game. Lane Kiffin, very funny. Very funny. Um, let me pull up some of his tweets real fast. I mean, extremely funny. Um, he tweeted this morning one thing. I do remember that. It was no weapon formed against me shall prosper. And somebody tweeted below him. You talking about golf balls? That's extremely funny. Um, what else do we got on here? He just had, he tweeted a bunch of goofy stuff. Um, 
he tweeted a picture of Payne, Peyton Manning hitting a golf swing and the golf ball hitting Lane Kiffin. That's funny. Um, most did he tweet? He tweeted a bunch of stuff. We, we should say that Ole Miss did win 31-26 after Joe Milton ran the ball out of bounds. I don't think we mentioned that. So, um, didn't want to point that out. That's yeah, I mean, it was dumb. And Tennessee fans, I agree with the. I don't agree with the Tennessee fans throwing the stuff on the field, but they did do it at a stupid time. Their defense literally went back out on the field and stuffed them, like they stuffed them. So I don't know, but I thought it was very funny. Lane Kiffin, no weapon formed against me shall prosper, including golf balls. I thought that was very funny. Lane Kiffin, funny guy. Um, I hate them. I hate Ole Miss. I hope they lose a lot more games. I don't think they will. I think a good football team. I don't think they lose to another person in the SEC. Maybe AM. Maybe. I think AM is reborn. Thank God we got them before they were reborn. <laughs> right. But we got them. We got them where we got them. So thank God we beat them. But I tell you what, fun game yesterday, though. 102,000 people throwing some stuff on the field. I disavow that. Refs are bad. Tennessee didn't help themselves much that last drive. Sucks that their um, quarterback got hurt. Um, NC State at BC. We talked about this a little bit earlier, so we probably won't spend too much time on it. Um, NC State won the game 33-7. to Boston College didn't look good. We both yeah. picked Boston College looking like suckers. Yeah, it was a close game in half. It was, I think it was like 10-7 or something like that. Boston College just had two quick turnovers game's over after that all right there you go i did not watch the highlights of this game this is the one i remember not paying attention to the next one i didn't watch the highlights either i just forgot about that big dummy um but bama at mississippi state we both picked bama and they won 49 to 9 i didn't really feel a need to watch the highlights alabama's yeah. back to the alabama ways um nick saban has said in his press conference he said they were focused they were determined and they played a good football game yeah bama's defense played well kind of a lot of interceptions one for pick six Fresh young played pretty well. Um, big revenge. Um, He's only a redshirt freshman, too. God. People don't think about that. He is very good. He'll be going. I don't know if he'll be going next year or the year after. Because he could leave next year if he has a great year. Yeah. And But I don't know. We'll see what happens. All right. Bama and Mississippi State, they're back. So, or back to something. Crazy world, though. Texas A&M beat Alabama who lost to Mississippi State, who lost to Alabama. Crazy world. Mississippi State lost to Alabama. Weird. That's life, though. What are you going to do? Um, Arizona State at Utah. Fighting Herm Edwards are dead. Um, the Sun Devils still have a good grasp on that Pac-12 South. Not anymore. No, I mean the Utes, my bad. The Utes have a good grasp. Utes do, yeah. Yeah, they, um, lost, they beat Arizona State 35-21. to 21. Yeah, Sun Devils had a 21-7 lead going into halftime, completely blew it, lost 35-21 in Utah. Utah has a grasp from South now, they'll probably lose it. Actually, just sucks. Um, I mean, we thought Arizona State might be the the team. Um, clearly, they're not, um, but, you know, it is what it is. Um, yep, it is what it is. Sad for the fighting Herm Edwards. And what are you going to do? It is what it is. Um, I still think now I have this weird idea that UCLA might still win it. 
I think they look pretty good. Yeah, I mean, they have game. to win some games. But that game this week, or yeah, pack, that has to be where college game day is going. Have game they day. announced it? It yeah. is game day. They, they, it should be. That'll be fun. God, those people will be up so early. It's at UCLA too. That's cool. I don't think I've ever really seen because USC and UCLA have been so terrible for the past like 10 years. That's kind of how long I've been watching college football that I don't know if I've ever watched a college game day in Los Angeles. I don't know what that's going to look like. I've seen some in, in, um, well, they went to Oregon. Now I know they've gone to a lot of like Pac 12 schools. Well, Oregon, USC games, but they don't go to UCLA. Yeah, they're going to UCLA versus Oregon. I think UCLA wins that football game, if I'm picking it right now. Um, Ryan, okay, I'll put you on the spot at the end. Give me your top five teams right now. Oh, goodness gracious. Um, Georgia. Um, I would say I'll put Oklahoma at two. A bit of bias, but okay. Um, since he's number three, um, I think you can probably put Bama at four right now and Ohio State at five. Okay, mine's pretty much the same. I like Georgia at number one, a big, big gap. And then I like Cincinnati at two, Oklahoma at three, um, Ohio State at four, and um, Alabama at five. All right. Um, and then you just got to wait for um, what else is going to happen. Yeah. So, all right, if there's anything else, is that it? That's it the show um, that's the show thank you for a long this has been a long hefty episode um a lot of stuff talked about in this episode it was a good one we had one of our better episodes here so um thanks for liking subscribing follow the new properties um i'm gonna try to name it tnr sports on twitter um so follow that if you're into it so um, follow the new twitter account it's gonna be a lot less emotional like i said than what mine is <laughs> so um I like that. So just follow, look out for that. And then look out for anything else. Follow us on TNR Sports, Instagram, um, Trending 1102, Ryan, um, RM Gun. 27. Uh, 27. So there you go. That's everything. Born in 1927, Ryan was. He's actually 100 years old. Yeah. So I'll tell you my secret practices. Yeah. But um, there you go. That's everything. All right. Thanks for liking, subscribing, watching. I'll see y'all later. See you later. Bye. Thank you for listening to TNR Mondays. Me and Ryan both really appreciate it. And I hope this episode was informative and helped you understand what happened in the past weekend of college football. Once again, thank you for listening, following, and sharing with your friends. And thank you for listening to the podcast format of the TNR Sports Show. <laughs> Thank you.